Hey everyone, I'm your host, Lauren Lapid, a 22-year-old from the suburbs of Southern California, a recent college graduate, and now a fresh New Yorker trying to adult in this crazy post-college life. You're listening to Rookies in the Real World, and in today's episode, our guest, Molly Elizabeth and I will be giving you a full budget breakdown as two new grads in two of the most expensive cities in America, Los Angeles and New York City. It's rookies in the real world. Whoa, with Lauren Lapid as your host. It's time for real talk on becoming an adult. What is up, rookie gang? Welcome back to another episode of Rookies in the Real World and Tiny Newcomers. I'm so excited you're joining us today. Today is all about budget breakdowns in two of the most sought after cities in the world. New York City, and Los Angeles. I think this is such an important topic to talk about because for all of the classes and time and frankly money that we spend in college learning, honestly, some pretty useless shit. (laughs) That might be a hot take. Maybe not. Guys, I'm really, really glad I have a college degree. Don't get me wrong. But you learn a lot of things that are hardly applicable to life in the real world. And more often than not, we come out of college with a decent amount of student debt and without a game plan on budgeting moving forward. When I first moved to New York City, and I mean, you've all heard my first episode, and if you haven't, go give it a listen after this, I was a hot mess. No plan, no concept of budgeting in the real world. What is a 401k? Literally nothing. So today, we're going to give you a real rundown of what our budgets look like as new grads making what most would consider some entry-level salaries for our respective cities. Today, the counterpart to our we is the amazing Molly Elizabeth. Molly and I met on the Girlboss platform and our Instagram friends. Like myself, Molly is also a new grad. She is currently based in Los Angeles and graduated from the Fashion Institute of Design and Merchandising with a major in fashion design. Molly has worked as a designer for well-known brands, including Revolve and Paige Denim, and she is also the lead designer for her own brand, Belle DeVar. Tell me if I mispronounced that. I'm terrible at these things. That's correct. That's correct. Amazing. She has even styled a Chainsmokers music video. Seriously, like, she's incredible. Everyone check out her page and her shop. Seriously, Molly, I'm thinking of slurging on the You're Not Your Bay blazer and Vixen pants after all this because they are so, so cute. I appreciate that. Thank you. Thank you. Of course. So, So yeah, everyone meet Molly. Hi. I'm so happy to be here. Thank you for having me. Um, Of course. I'm excited for today in our chat. Yes. And I know today is all about like budgeting, but I thought as a fun icebreaker, it'd be fun to know what the one thing you will always splurge on is. Probably home decor and making my house. (laughs) I want it. I buy a lot of like affordable home decor, like even stuff from Target. But like I will splurge on making sure like every inch of the space is how I want it. Yes. And guys, she was featured on um, Glamour's like money tour videos and her apartment is seriously so aesthetically pleasing. Check I it out. completely moved though. So, you did? Oh. Yeah, but my new apartment is much better. I have photos on my Instagram, but I'm editing a apartment tour for that one. Yes. Oh, I'm on my so YouTube excited. Next week. So yes. it's. It steps up from the last one. <laughs> oh, I'm so excited to watch. Everybody subscribe. 
Um, it's funny because the one thing I splurge on, I haven't moved into like a nice apartment in New York yet. My roommate and I are waiting to splurge until we live in like an apartment we can see ourselves in for more than a year. And we're so excited because that will hopefully happen once coronavirus is kind of tamed. Um, but right now, honestly, this is terrible. I will always splurge on getting my eyebrows threaded like every three weeks. That's like the one thing. Like I will cut out coffee. I will cut out alcohol, but I will never cut out getting my eyebrows done. Oh my gosh, that's funny. So when this episode comes out, Molly, it's actually going to be right around the time your podcast is launching. And so I would love for you to give our listeners like a little like tidbit about what it's about, what they can expect. Yeah, so my podcast, um, I originally launched it. It's called Almost There. It's about a fashion podcast. So I launched it this fall, but then I've kind of, a production company reached out to me and they're like, we kind of want to represent your podcast um, under like kind of different branding and make it completely fashion. So originally it was about like career Mm -hmm. and kind of like, you know, that feeling when you feel like you're almost there, but you don't really know the next steps and that type of thing. So, um, actually I'm launching it in a few weeks and I am relaunching it with a co-host. Um, she is a wardrobe stylist and designer on a lot of like TV shows and movies. Oh, so, so cool. From, like, very different backgrounds in fashion. Um, and we're interviewing a lot of cool people. The first episode we're launching with is, um, interviewing the costume designer from Hannah Montana. Oh my gosh. So- what? That's so cool. <laughs> So, yeah, so we have a lot of cool guests, and each episode is interviewing someone about their career and just kind of getting an insight on, you know, how they made it in their fashion career and, um, yeah, things like that. So it's pretty cool. I love that. I'm so excited to listen. Everybody, I will link all of her social and everything in the show notes, so no worries. But let's get into it. So like I mentioned, for today's episode, we are going to get real and have an open conversation about how we handle money as new grads in the creative industry. And I think it's just going to be so helpful to have Molly's perspective as an LA resident. And we'll talk about our salary, current budgeting tactics, saving, and you know, any pro tips and insights um, we have moving forward. Like I know I've made a ton of rookie mistakes since graduating. So we're here to help you guys learn. To begin, let's give our listeners an overview of our financial, our current financial situation. And I can go first, Molly, if you want, or you can go, whatever you're comfortable yeah, with. You, you go first and I'll kind of go off you. Okay, cool. So yearly salary, I'm going to say it and it's going to sound like a lot, but after taxes in New York City, it's not. Um, I make 60 base. Um, and so after taxes, that's about 40. Um, and so monthly, that's it comes down to about 3000 a month and 1500 of that right now goes to rent which is way more than is like financially responsible right now um and because of the move i had to put a lot on credit at first because anybody who moves knows that it's it's so much more than just finding an apartment you have to hire movers buy new furniture decor so that kind of negatively affected my credit score if i'm being honest it's at 688 right now and I'm pretty good about paying it in full every month, but I think because I got off to a little rocky start on there, like it's, it's a little bit of an uphill battle for sure. And then of course there's student loans, which I thankfully refinanced before coronavirus, which has lowered my monthly payments, but it's definitely something that's like always on the back of my mind. 
like whenever yeah. I spend anything, I think about, oh, I have like six figs of student oh, loans I need to think about. <laughs> what about oh, you, Molly? Gosh. Oh my gosh. Yeah. Oh, oh my gosh. gosh. It's crazy. I don't know why I went to school across the country. It was, I should have gone to community college first. It, I, looking back now, you know, I, I have so many regrets. <laughs> <laughs> um, my income's a little difficult because now I pretty much work completely freelance. Mm-hmm. So minimum, I usually make about like four or 5,000 a month, but some before Corona, I was making, you know, like 10,000 some months. Mm-hmm. So it's, it's kind of hard, but I guess it would be in like the, I mean, if Corona continued throughout the year, probably 50 K, but if things pick back up, probably about 80, 90 K. Yeah. My credit score is 742. Oh my goodness, Molly. I'm literally amazed. That's amazing. (laughs) But, oh my God, it's so annoying because I didn't get a credit card until last year, like literally eight months ago. So like my credit age is like an F and it's like, I can't even fix that. Oh, that's so unfair. Just because we're young. (laughs) I should have gotten a credit I literally, if you're young and you're listening to this and you turn like 18 or even if you're like 16, you can get like one with your parents. Like, Mm -hmm just to get one and okay here's the thing I'm confused about really quick I'm gonna ask you mm-hmm. if you know people say just you need to spend at least a little bit every month to maintain your credit score on it yes but if I don't spend on any of my cards my credit score goes up so I don't know yeah okay can we debunk that because that's what has me a little confused I think I think the issue is that if you don't spend anything on a card for like more than two or three months, they close your card and that's what negatively impacts your score. I don't know. I I have one card I haven't spent on in a year and it's still active. Oh. So I don't know. Maybe it depends on the card. Yeah. But yeah. And then um, my rent is 3,200 and it's split um, between me and my boyfriend. So I guess it's like 1,500 a month. Um. And yeah, what else? Let's see. I have student loans. Um, I only have nine thousand because I only got an associates, and I went to fit them, um, just because I wanted some type of college degree. Yeah, I was like, I can do a lot of this without a college degree. Seriously, so, for anybody I, in the creative field, I totally agree. That. Um, I think certain creative things it can be important. Mm-hmm. Um, and depending on like what specialization you want to go into. But for me, I'm honestly not even using my degree as fashion design much because what I do in fashion design is mainly like, I feel like product development, things like Mm -hmm. that. It's fashion design major was purely literally sewing. Oh, interesting. Red counts, fabric dyes. Like I I don't even use that much at all. I I didn't really invest much in that. And then I have about 3,000 um in debt from lasering like hair removal lasering oh how do you um, like it i've never tried it but i'm super curious it, it's thinned out i also am getting a tattoo removed they're both working but i think i'm gonna have to buy a couple more sessions for it to like mm-hmm. really be done um so i'll i'll let you know on that yeah uh, please do but it actually helped my credit score a ton because it increased the number of accounts and it's zero percent um interest if I pay it off by next year so oh, I have that's amazing so actually like I feel like if you can open like loan accounts on things you actually need and get zero percent interest it like can help your credit score a ton so I'm gonna pay it off by next summer and, and it's increased my credit score by like a hundred points wow and yeah and I'm gonna have zero interest once it's all over so my balance is like three thousand but 
if I pay it all off, my actual balance is only currently 2000. So not too bad, but I think I'll have a, it's great because student loans right now, there's no interest. My interest rate is so high. Yes, I've me paid too. 3000 on my student loans and my balance has gone down by 1000. Like what? Mm-hmm. And I've been out of school for a year. That doesn't make sense. Like my interest rate is so high. It's super unfair. I literally just refinanced because it was a disgusting amount I was paying every month. But then I refinanced it and it got lower, which like sounds great. But I like signed like a 20 year contract with the devil. So it's like, this is forever. I I have a plan to pay off my student loans by September when this whole thing ends. Um, I feel like I've gotten really good at saving over the last like year because I didn't really save until this last year and I think though instead of putting more into my savings now that I have a pretty good amount Mm -hmm. I think I'm gonna just start trying to pay off that student loan so it's completely paid off by the time interest starts again so that's what corona is interest is being waived until September so yeah such good pro tips it's a lot easier to pay it off Awesome. And I know you said you were starting to save more. I'd love to hear about like your current like budgeting tactics, what you do to help save money. Honestly, what I do is so say, say I'm at my minimum, like minimum amount I make each month, like a couple thousand, 4,000 or so. Um, I obviously have about 2000 that I have to spend on like monthly, mm-hmm. you know, things. Yeah. Right? All that. Um, and then I'll usually put about 1500 then towards my savings and then I'll put like 500 in my spending account, but sometimes I'll even put less in my spending account and Mm -hmm. I use a checking as my savings. So it doesn't really hurt me as much if I transfer out of it, but I'll just like only leave a hundred in my checking account and leave everything else in my savings. And then it makes me a lot more anxious and makes me feel like I only have a hundred dollars. (laughs) in my entire account and I'll be like you only have $30 and I'll be like oh my god even though I have money in my savings it just makes me feel like I'm broke which has actually got me to save like a ton oh I love that idea I mean I am opening up like another savings account that isn't linked to my checking account and I'm literally calling it my fuck off fund so that whenever I think of looking at it it's gonna tell me to fuck off and like stop looking at it literally I put like 80% of my income in my, my savings I put honestly probably like 90 and then since it's a checking account like when I have to pay rent I'll just take it out there yeah so I can leave everything in the savings and then it makes you a lot more anxious about spending Totally. I don't know if that's like the best tip, but it's gotten me to save a lot of money. Yeah. So I mean, if it works for you, some it's gonna work for someone else too. Like if you only see fifty dollars in your checking, oh, hundred percent, freak me out, a hundred percent. Yeah. <laughs> so that's why I don't know. It's worked. It has. It's worked a lot. Yeah. When I first moved, my dad was like, okay, you need to learn how to budget and made me this Excel sheet that completely freaked me out because it it calculated, okay, like after rent, taxes and like 401k, how much money do I actually have? And I was like, oh, you know, that's not a lot. And like, I don't even have a 401k. Oh, I don't, I barely know anything about it. I literally need to like sit down. Okay. So I've heard actually. I think it's because I didn't work long enough at like a company uh-huh. and I've worked only like freelance so I don't think mm. you can really go 401k through freelance I think it's more for working through a company but that's kind of what yeah I don't know 
I mean, I have heard that a Roth could be beneficial for people our age because this is the, like, lowest tax bracket we'll probably be in our entire lives. And so having it taken out in tax now is really good. I have no idea. I need to do way more research. Everyone, every finance person I've talked to says even before investing, like, if you have done nothing, open a Roth IRA. Good to know. All right. Let's get into, like expenses, Mm -hmm. financial concerns. What do you feel like is your most common, like what are your most common monthly expenses? Um, in the last four months, um, I've spent a lot on home decor, but I'm pretty much have it all furnished right now. So that's good. Um, I have rent, um, obviously food, but I don't spend a lot on food. I'm very stingy with food. Oh, I I wish I was Spend money on food or on home decor over food. Um, I don't really buy clothes anymore. I haven't really bought clothes in six months, um, except for styling gigs and stuff. Because I have so many good clothes in my closet. I was like, I'm not going to buy clothes for like a year. Because when you buy clothes in six months, half of them you don't even want anymore. So I've bought like a piece or two over the last six Mm -hmm. months. But honestly, until I pay off my student loans, I'm not really spending on clothes. Like I don't go online shopping anymore. Oh my gosh. Um, so that's pretty good. So I guess besides like insurance, mm-hmm. food, phone bill, apartment, my only like ones I've really been spending are like home decor. So it's kind of like my general outline of what I cool. spend. Yeah, I definitely need to just like buy a coffee machine in my apartment because I feel like the one thing that always sticks out in my credit card like credit card statement is like coffee and coffee in the city is ridiculous like cold or hot or I am you know born and raised in California I cannot drink hot coffee I need it to be ice at all times coffee like what would you get at Starbucks I, ooh, okay. Well, from Starbucks, I usually get, like, venti iced teas because I love their tea. But if I'm at, like, a coffee bean or a Joe coffee, I love iced mochas. And because I'm, like, dairy intolerant, I have to get, like, oat milk or almond milk, which always costs more. And it's so unfair. Like, I didn't ask to, to like, be lactose intolerant. (laughs) Have you seen those, like, cold iced Starbucks coffees that, like, come in a big jug at, like, the store? That's what I'm Oh my gosh. They're like five dollars, but it lasts me a week. They have almond milk ones. I don't know if they have oat Ooh. Milk. Oh, I mean love almond milk too. But they have a mocha flavor. They have a caramel macchiato flavor. And they're the little ones, like the single drink ones, are very sweet, but the big ones aren't that sweet and they're probably a lot healthier than like Starbucks. So I oh, don't even have coffee totally. machine. I pour that in a cup of ice every morning and it costs me like five dollars. If I'm like at home a ton, maybe I'll go through like two a week, so mm-hmm. that's two dollars, but not the end of the world um so that's purely what I drink I don't even like Starbucks anymore like in person like I've become so accustomed to this coffee that like I don't like any other coffee I'm like no this is the only coffee I'm ever gonna drink like purely this like I walk out of a Joe coffee in the city and then a large iced coffee is seven dollars it's ridiculous so that is an awesome pro tip thank you Molly okay what would you say is, like, your worst spending habit? And then what is your best spending habit? Um, my worst spending habit now, um, I probably don't need to go all out on my home decor. That's probably that's probably, <laughs> that's probably the only, like, want that I really go crazy on. Um, I would say my best spending habit 
which has not become as perfect in quarantine because there's been times that like mm-hmm. everything is closed and I'm just starving and I have like barely anything to eat. So I have post made it twice, but besides quarantine, I don't post mates or order in food. I don't even have the apps on my phone. I've deleted Good them. Good for you. So the only time I've done it is when my boyfriend is like, come on, let's post mates. And I'm like, mm-hmm. okay, fine. Like you have the app, but I, I just deleted them off my phone and I will roll. Like I'm not downloading them. That is so, so good. And with those apps, like my moral compass kind of makes me say no because they just take so much of the revenue that restaurants are like barely breaking even on those orders anyway. And you have enough energy to go out and get it and go get it. But otherwise, then cook food at home because it's still cheaper going out and getting food. Like I do eat out Mm -hmm. a good amount. um, But just Postmates is ridiculous. Like, yeah. Oh my God. When I was working like a nine to five, I would order in every day. And it was like literally my biggest mistake in life. Like, no, don't delete the apps off your phone. Like you don't need them. I don't know. I'm pretty lazy when it comes to cooking. So I make a lot of pasta. Yeah. Um, Found these really good microwavable beans. Um, They're really healthy. Actually, the ones they just haven't the only ingredients beans and like water, but they're really good um a lot of microwavable vegetables all yeah um, never underestimate the frozen vegetables I've done a lot of research and they said they're besides a few vegetables they're pretty much just as healthy yeah and sometimes frozen vegetables ha- save certain nutrients that fresh ones don't sometimes it's opposite so you kind of have to do your research on which vegetables mm-hmm. but right now it's kind of a safer option yeah you're still getting a lot of the nutrients if you order the right frozen vegetables or buy the right ones so that's kind of my cooking expertise and then also do you want to know what I live off of the morning star <laughs> nuggets oh yes oh they're so um, good so good I don't even like chicken nuggets but that much but these are so good and I mean they're probably not like the healthiest thing ever but I'll make that beans and like veggies for lunch and very balanced that's like a solid balanced meal no it's like I guess vegetables and beans and I think they're like made out of soy too they're called veggie nuggets I don't really know if they're great veggies but you know that's kind of my cooking totally. so I don't I don't go all out on food <laughs> I when it's time to eat food I'm like oh I have to cook no yeah I see I was like that for so long and in New York it's just so easy to go out and like there are a million restaurants out there like why wouldn't I just eat out and that killed me financially especially like when you're new in a city and you just want to like make friends or connect with coworkers. all you do is like go to happy hours and eat out and I had to like mentally tell myself you are only allowed to go out like for dinner twice a week max and you can't spend more than like $20 that night And honestly, subscribing to HelloFresh, which isn't the cheapest, but it, like, forced me to, like, learn how to cook. And it was – it built a habit. Yeah. They say they're so easy. I'm like, oh, my God. All that cooking is, like, too much for me. I can't can't even do that. No. No. I'm I'm really lazy when it comes to cooking. Like, it's funny. I don't know. It's hard. No, and it's hard when, like, we live, like, such, like, busy lives, especially, like, I know you always have, like, a ton of gigs going on. I spend all that time cooking. But I, I, ugh, my parents even hate cooking. So maybe it just runs my <laughs> Okay. Give me your biggest takeaway about like expenses or I guess a better way to phrase it. What's like your just pro tip about how to cut down on expenses while you're young and in your 20s? I would say like 
focus on your career instead of socializing because I don't know I this is I mean maybe not like the best thing but a lot of times like I'll focus on just having a few close friends and like we'll Mm -hmm. hang out at my house like hang out at your house because then you won't spend money and I feel like going out to like bars and stuff like that like it's just so expensive yeah just make like a strict effort on not like focusing too much on socializing it's important to have your core group of friends but it's I think a good time to focus a lot on your career too when you're young Mm -hmm. um and then another thing I would say is especially for like what I used to spend all my money on was clothes and the thing is a lot of your clothes you're not gonna want in six months to a year like we all know it we have so many clothes in our closet we don't wear. Yeah. And, I mean, we, we're all there. We buy, I'm sure we've all bought something in the last six months we don't wear. So, like, set little, like, fun games for yourself. Like, I'm not going to buy any clothing for six months unless I, like, need it. Like, my pants ripped and I need a pair of jeans. Like, you know, and just try it. And then in six months, you'll be like, oh, my God, I'm so glad I have all this money saved. And now then I can treat myself and go, you know – spend a couple hundred on clothes and you know maybe it won't be a lifestyle change forever like yeah you know but for a couple years like think about all the money you spent on clothes when you were like 15 you're like god I wish I just like didn't spend the money on those clothes because I don't own a single thing from when I was 15 you know so it's just like when you're 30 are you gonna want any of the clothes you have now oh my gosh probably not so insightful (laughs) so it's just like I don't know I'm it like took a lot of time to set in because I realized I was spending like 2000 a month on clothes when I first moved to LA. Insane. And now I spend maybe 50 to a hundred, maybe like this is aside from styling and no matter what, even if it's like the cutest thing ever, I get rid of it. I'm really, I get rid of too much, but I just, you know, it's just, it, it bothers me. I'm like, I don't want, I don't want to look yeah. at it. It doesn't inspire me anymore. Even if it's mm. cute, if I've looked at it for so long. It's not even going to inspire me, I feel like, with styling or anything. <laughs> That's a really, really wow. great point. When you get rid of your clothes, are you, like, selling them? Like, are you going back to thrift shops? Are you donating I don't, them? I don't worry about Poshmark because it's just too much work. Like, that's probably the best way to get the most money. Um, I just go to Buffalo Exchange in yeah. LA. There's, like, if you go on Melrose, there's Buffalo Exchange, Crossroads, Second Street something. And Second Street will take all your clothes no matter what. Some pieces they'll just give you a dollar for. Like they they say they'll take everything. Um, so it's kind of cool. But um, I'll do that and I'll go to like the five different places on Melrose. And maybe if, you know, I still have a bag of stuff, I'll go to Santa Monica and go to, you know, mm-hmm. Buffalo and Crossroads that day. But by the end of the day, I'll pretty much have gotten rid of everything. I'll kind of just make a day out of it. Um, I don't really sell on Poshmark. It's just too much work. Mm-hmm. And I don't know. But if you have the time to do it, that's probably the best way. We're going to move like move forward into our takeaways and looking mm-hmm. forward to wrap. So what would be, I guess, your biggest like life hack to saving money specifically in LA? Um, I would say just don't waste your time going to like dumb places all the time. Mm-hmm. Like I used to go to the trading post every weekend. I used to go to Melrose all the time. Like, I just stay at home a lot because once you go out, you're going to spend money. 
I don't know. Just now let's stay at home as much as you can because you're going to spend money when you go out. You're going to spend a ton of money. Mm-hmm. So if you're bored one day, don't just go out. You can find something to do at home. Yeah. Just, or if you are going out, go somewhere where you're not going to spend money. Like go on a run, go to, I don't know, something. But yeah. LA, you're going to spend a ton of money going out no matter what you're doing. Mm-hmm. It's kind of the same in New York. There's a joke that every yeah. time you step out of your apartment, you spend $50. And, like, low-key, kind of true sometimes. So, I, yeah, I would say in New York, I my biggest, like, hack would just be, like, calculate how many times minimum I'll be taking the subway. And if it's worth taking the subway, like, getting the subway pass. Or, like, if you're spending a ton of money on Ubers, as we all do in the city – like, just be better about planning your day in, like, a linear path so that you can take the subway more often exactly. because it's cheaper. That's – because I would spend so much money on Ubers when I first moved. I know. And, and then you get really sucks. lazy and you're like, oh, I don't want to take – I'm just going to take an Uber. I don't want to take the subway, you know? So Totally. Like, even me with – like, I didn't get a car until, like, two months ago. Um, I was Uber- Ubering purely. Um, oh, my gosh. Hard with styling, too. But I just live downtown, so mm-hmm. it didn't really make sense because all my work was downtown at the time. Um, and I was still in school, so yeah, it just didn't make sense. But um, I also was going to buy a Tesla, and then I to get a really affordable car. I still think I'm going to get a Tesla in a few years, but totally. I think I was like, you know what, I'm just going to get a, like – shitty like i got like a honda crv from like hey it drives so (laughs) an apartment i feel like is a little different because yeah you know things i feel like trends don't move as much as quickly in apartments and Mm -hmm. investing in a good building um i feel like another tip i have is don't move as much yeah probably wasted like twenty thousand dollars in the last couple years from moving moving expenses Furniture doesn't work in the same places. It really Mm -hmm. doesn't. And it's just so expensive. Try to stay. Try to be smart when you're moving about finding the right place, about, you know, just fitting, spending your money and your time looking for a place that really fits you. Because I've moved six times in the last, like, four years. Wow. So I'm kind of set on staying at my place right now. for Totally indefinitely until mm-hmm. something happens that I either, you know, want to buy property or I want to move to a different place. But besides that, I'm like pretty set on staying. Totally. That makes so much sense. It's a longer term investment for sure. So thanks for all of that advice. I guess my last question for our interview today is that Obviously, our lives could be really different right now if we perhaps, like, weren't in the creative industry. So what advice do you have for any creative, or I guess anyone really, just second-guessing their passions because they're worried about what finance will look like for them after? Oh, I do this every day. I would say don't be too nervous right now about sticking to, like, the path you were set on taking. If jobs come up that you feel qualified for, and like for example like freelancing like a company reached out to me and wanted me to help them create like a branding guide and business plan and Mm -hmm. I was like I have a lot of experience in that area so I can do it so like if uh, job opportunities come up but they're not exactly where you want to go just do it anyway 
And don't be too set on, oh my God, I want to be this. So I'm only, only, only going to do jobs for this because maybe that job can somehow connect you to someone that will then help you in the career you actually want to do. Yeah. So be open to jobs because, you know, they're, they're sparse. Even if you, like, I've taken jobs at companies and, you know, I've been like, I'm going to try this out. Hated it. Left after two weeks. But, you know, it's try it because yeah. as well. It's the only way you're going to learn what you like. Don't be too don't picky. Like. Yeah, don't be too picky. Don't pass up little jobs if you think you can do them. I would also say, like, offer your time for free mm-hmm. for styling. Oh, my God. I don't even know how people get started. It's very hard. Um, but I had a couple of photographer friends I would shoot with very big people, like people with, like, a couple million, you know, yeah. followers, things like that. So I would style for free. Um, and... It's a good way to make connections. It's a big investment, but maybe you can find people that match up with your personal wardrobe. So, like, for photography. Oh, yeah. Like, I had a lot of people that, like, were styling, like, you know, 18-year-old girls, influencers, kind of basic everyday style. I can find a lot in my personal closet that works for that. So, mm-hmm. when starting out, you know, reach out to those type of people. And, you know, it might be different with every career. Um, totally. But, and, you know, offer your services for free, but do it wisely. I 100% agree. In, like, graphic design especially, there's this whole stigma about doing, like, like spec work or pro bono work. But so many of, like, my now, like, recurring clients that pay me were people that I, like, offered my services up for free before. And it's, like, that connection would have never been made if I had not just, like, offered to do something oh, yeah. for free one time. That photographer, like, a lot of people are like, well, then they'll never pay me. No, now yeah. he gets me all these jobs, and um, a lot of my jobs in the last couple of years have been from him. Yeah, making those connections is so important. I literally, like, so there's this gym I love in New York. This is a tangent, <laughs> but it's, like, super expensive every month to go to. And so I just, like, shot the founder an email and was like, hey, I love your classes. I love what you're about. I am, like, just out of college, not making enough to do, like, the like class, like how much it's worth every month. But what if I did some design work for you guys in exchange for classes? And they were so nice about it. And like, I did the work for free. And now I have like a ton of classes. And now they're starting to pay me. So you know, it worked out. That's awesome. That's so cool. So oh my god, that's another good tip. Don't invest a ton of money on a gym. Yeah, for real guys. Oh my god, I used to go to equinox and oh equinox in la is yeah that's a pretty penny like 270 a month or something oh it hurts so and i don't maybe if you like if working out is your career yeah you're a fitness blogger go for it you can also probably write that off for taxes i bet if you're oh i bet you can yeah um but for the normal folks you can do so many like workouts online like that yeah that girl Callie Fuller Fitness I don't know she's like blowing up but yeah people like swear by her at home workouts so and she has so many for free she offers yeah don't underestimate YouTube guys I literally just finished the Chloe Ting like two-week ab workout and it was hard like it was difficult so like the YouTube workouts are legit guys and I feel like you're gonna be so much more like inspired to work out if 
you can do it from home sometimes like they say oh my god like but like when you're tired you don't want to drive somewhere walk yeah like get into a workout system from home because you're gonna save a lot of money molly i don't want to take up too much more of your time i know you're super busy but thank you so much for joining us i'm so glad we finally got to connect I had a great time. So thank you again. Yes, of course. Where can our listeners find you? Instagram yeah, or website? I would, say, I would say head to my Instagram at Molly Elizabeth Designs and you can find everything linked there. So um, pretty much all my other platforms, websites, everything are awesome. Yeah. And like I said, guys, everything will be linked in the show notes. And thank you so much for listening. If you like this episode, you know what to do. Give us five stars on Apple Podcasts. And don't forget to check out all of Molly's content because her YouTube's fire, her Instagram's fire, her clothing line is fire. Seriously, Molly, like if I'm ever back in LA after coronavirus, we like have to grab a cup of coffee or do our like iced coffees together because I yeah, would love we'll to meet in real life. <laughs> Your iced coffee from home. Yes, love that. Save money with your friends, guys. But okay, thank you so much, Molly. This has been such a pleasure. I hope you have a great rest of your day. You too. Stay safe, everyone. You too. (laughs) huge thank you again to molly elizabeth it was such a blast meeting you and getting to talk on rookies you rock stay awesome stay safe sending you lots of love and one final disclaimer at the end of today's episode rookies in the real world is provided for general information purposes only and do not constitute accounting legal tax or other professional advice Visitors should not act upon the content or information found here without first seeking appropriate advice from an accountant, financial planner, lawyer, or other professional.